the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Any excuse to party. You almost have to love it. Washington, D.C. is immune to reality. There's no question about it. They're writing checks. They're acting like they're rich. whole time we're broke. They're causing the inflation and they're using their failure as an excuse to backdoor nationalize every single aspect of not just our economy, but of our life. So when you see that pickle-faced bastard Fauci come out of nowhere and tell you something like this. We have to be careful that if we do see a surge as a result of that, that we're flexible enough to reinstitute the kinds of interventions that could be necessary. To He means a lockdown again. That's a threat. It doesn't matter about the Delta crown. It doesn't matter that their so-called vaccine is gaga, not working at all. Doesn't matter. None of that matters. It's a threat that if you wiggle against the open and notorious bald-faced corruption that the Irish mafia just has expanded itself to Washington, D.C., then you will be locked down again. There's no other way to take that. There's no other way to take that. So there's a multitude of things happening simultaneously. And the greatest gift of all to the totalitarian tyrant is our oil energy sector, our industry. It's our capitalism in general because this is why it took so long to seize the liberty, the freedom of the American citizen. We didn't need them. This is supposed to be a representative republic. If you've lived through these last 24 months and still call it a representative republic, you're an idiot. You're an absolute idiot. And you don't understand exactly what's going on. This war, this convenient war, these kind of conflicts happen all throughout the world. In fact, we're normally at the root of the vast majority of them. <gasps> what did I say? I did. No one wanted to talk about Yemen. Nobody wanted to talk about how we've been arming Saudi. Nobody wanted to talk about our biolabs. What biolabs could you possibly mean? I only have a minute left. Let me ask you. Um, does Ukraine have chemical or biological weapons? Uh, Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities, oh. which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. So Yeah, well, we have 21 of them. It turns out we've been financing him for a while. It turns out it was all part of the accusation by Root and Tootin Putin, scumbag that he is. It turns out it was all his complaints fell on deaf ears. It also turns out that there's accusations right now by Belarus that Ukraine is firing missiles into Belarus. I guess we can't hear that, right? We're only going to hear one side. After all, we got TikTokers 
Explain it high gas prices to us now. Why is gas so expensive and why is the United States inflation rate at a four-time decade high? Not four-time decade high, honey. I know you're just 16 and you were blow-drying your hair a minute ago. It's a four-decade high. It's 40 years. Back then, your father was probably two. I had the opportunity to ask the White House why gas down the street is $7, and here's what they said. What'd they say, honey? What'd they say? Your eyelash is coming off. Your fake one. The obvious reason we're getting out of a two-year pandemic, when use goes up, price goes up. Ooh, aren't you smart? Let's give you a star. The reason is, honey, the Democrat regulations, the Democrat gangster government, the Democrat taxation on every level of energy production all the way to the consumer. That's why, honey. Don't worry. Read a little bit more propaganda. You're going to go far, baby. I think you could one day be the White House spokes idiot. But the call is predominantly about Ukraine and Russia, so how does that relate? Russia is one of the top three producers of oil, and it is actually their number one revenue source. Who's another one? Hey, sweetheart, with your feathered hair like it was 1975, back when oil set a record under another Democrat. Sweetheart, who's, the, who's, the, who's number one? Who was number one up until the Democrats got elected? Look in the mirror and then hope there's a flag behind you, dummy. Now, with Putin starting this horrific fight between Ukraine and Russia, nobody wants to work with him and do an international trade. Yeah, but what about the bio labs? What about the Minsk Accord? Did you know about that, honey? I, I, I got $100, says you have no idea. What about all the accusations of the breaking of the Minsk Accord? What about the accusations that America may have been using the UN as cover and NATO? to finance biolabs in Russia, I mean in Ukraine, and Russia was upset about it. We are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of uh, Russian forces should they approach. I'm now, answer this, Hamburglar. I don't know your name, but I'm pretty, pretty sure you like a couple sliders after dinner. Answer this, Chubby. Um... Are they the same kind of biolabs that, you know, like Fauci invested in in Wuhan? Pfizer's R&D development in Wuhan. Are they those kind of biolabs or are they the ones with the nuclear weapons? Or what exactly are they there, Chunky? I'm sure you're aware that the Russian propaganda groups are already putting out there all kinds of information about how they've uncovered a plot by the Ukrainians to release biological yeah. weapons in the country and with uh -huh. NATO's coordination. If there's a biological or chemical weapon incident or, uh, or attack inside of Ukraine, is there any doubt in your mind that 100 percent it would be the Russians that would be behind it? There is no doubt in my mind, Senator, and it is classic Russian uh, technique. So the Russians, let me get this straight. I want to hear this properly. The Russians were giving the Ukrainians money and investing in biolabs in Ukraine. And then they attacked it, and then they said it was America. Really? Boy, oh boy. I, I, I think, is that hard to believe? Or getting an economic lesson from a 18-year-old lovely girl with fantastic hair. As far as Democrat goes, she's a 12. There's no question about it. Um, just give her time. She'll age into Newland. Um, which one's harder to believe? So with people being scared of war and limited resources, prices are bound to go up as well. For the people who can't pay $7 <laughs> for a gallon of gas, there's an app called Gas Buddy that shows you the cheapest gas near you. You see, what you have to do there, honey, is you have to drive to get gas. Sometimes you don't have the savings. It's not worth the drive. That's Econ 102. We'll figure it out later. In the meantime, the most evil-looking gargoyle in government. With that doll hair sewed to his head in a V-shape, I don't know who sold him on that. I'm pretty sure his hairline creation salesman was a comedian earlier in life. Chuck Schumer 
He's got an idea who the bad guy is, too. I want to return to a worrying trend. Over the past few days, the price of crude has actually gone down. But the average price of a gallon is still stuck at nearly $4.30. If anyone thinks this is fair, efficient, or sensible, they're probably an oil executive. No, they're probably aware that you're a scumbag. See, dummy, what you don't understand is it's not a whip reaction. There's logistics. There's time. There's cultivation. There's delivery services. In fact, oil hasn't gone down, Chuck, if you go back say, 60 days ago. Your idea of down, stupid, lying, scum roach that you are, is $97 a barrel. What you're comparing it to is last year, when it was at $60 a barrel. Chuck, you schmuck. No matter what, the divergence between the price of crude and the price of a gallon is causing immense, immense damage to American families at a time when they're all struggling to make ends meet. Meanwhile, It is nothing short of repugnant for oil companies to be touting what are truly dizzying profit margins while soaking American families with... You know what I was thinking about? The United States government set another record in revenue. That's a dizzying profit margin because you don't produce a damn thing. In fact, all you do is extort people who do produce. The United States government doesn't do a damn thing except waste our money. And it looks like set up wars from time to time in the meantime to waste more and make more. But the real revenue, the real price gouging has been on tax revenue to you, Chuck, and your 435 cohorts of scumbags. These exorbitant prices. Last year, the top 25 oil and gas companies reported a combined $205 billion in profits. That's last year. That's last year. And you know what I hope they did? I don't know what they did, but you know what I hope they did? I hope they spent every penny to buy back their companies so that they wouldn't be subjected to what you're really angling for, you smarmy bastard. And that is to backdoor nationalize their company in the way in which you've done so many other nationalizations of company and corrupting industries, because that's what you really want to do. In fact, it will only take a company strong that is not exposed to the stock boards and to the corruption in government to hold off the atrocity that is really on the horizon and it does explain why you would intervene and destroy peace talks that were taking place a week ago a day ago a month ago it does explain why you needed this war in ukraine and what have they done with this avalanche of cash invest in new technologies nope give americans a break at the pump nope and by new technologies What he means is his green energy boondoggle. See, that can't sell in the private market. It can only sell in the corrupt gangster government market where they're in absolute control. And the people who head up those industries are absolutely in on the take. They've been using their profits to reward shareholders by implementing stock buybacks. Listen to this. According to a recent Bloomberg report, in the fourth quarter of last year, Oil and gas companies increase stock buybacks by over 2,000%. That's because they know what's coming. See, they're smarter than you. You might be more devious, more diabolical, but they're smarter. And what they understand is once they own control of their company, they won't be subjected to having your eco-Nazis put on their boards, diverting their money. Because after all, it's their money, isn't it, Chuck? Or is really everything your money? 
And when I say you, I mean the gangster government. Because that's how you view things. Our money is what you allow us to keep. Our businesses are what you allow us to open, right? And Russia's the bad guy, huh? And the Nazis, they're somewhere far off in history. From the previous year, 2,000%. And none of it to produce more energy or invest in new technologies. Just a massive windfall for shareholders. Now, this is a real, this is a real trick here. I'm going to try to explain it to you. It's not a windfall for shareholders. It's the company privatizing what was a publicly traded company trying to. And they're paying top dollar for it. It's the most honest way to buy back your company rather than just selling out to your corruption so they could diversify and go into your scam industries. <coughs> and oh, their right, increase Chuck? in stock Ooh. buyback Clear your throat. over it's the previous dump. year Nancy ex- is more than any other industry by quite a large margin. The Senate, I'm glad to say, is soon going to call executives from oil and gas companies to come testify and explain why they see fit to reward shareholders instead of finding ways to give Americans a break. The idea that these people represent themselves as helping Americans rather than what they really are doing, which is enslaving Americans, which is extorting Americans, which is coercing, controlling, and ultimately turning us into slaves to this corruption. And that's why Washington, D.C. is a big celebration today. Happy St. Patty's Day. I may be Irish, but I'm not stupid. Yeah, you are. And by the way, what's with the one species of potato? A famine that sent all of your rabble to this country. One species of potato. Geniuses. And then we turned over our governments to you. No wonder we're in this pickle. 312-642-5600. AM560. One species of potato. Celebrating it on Italian. I love it, guys. Drink up, you Irish Democrat morons. It's for the Irish people who vote Republican. All right. I understand. You're frustrated with it, too. Probably not all Irish. Mitchell displains. Hey, look at this, Sean. First of all, keep in mind that because of sloppy Joe Biden policies when he took over office, that is the main reason why we have this inflation and this rising gas, which he saw back in 2014. Do not let Ukraine be what I call a red herring, a deflection for those what I call race to the bottom uninformed Democrats that don't understand what they're talking about. This is all about the fact that for, for the last 12 months, he literally put in place policies to set the stage to have all of these what I call energy prices go up. And who's the primary beneficiary? Who's the primary beneficiary in this, Sean? Tell me. Government. Government is the primary beneficiary. They've got control. They've got a rise on taxes, on sale price. They've got it all locked up. And here's the other thing, Mitchell, to always remember, when you happen to bump into a moron, these are the prices that were in place while Obama was in office as well. This is a philosophy that creates this. This time, they hired young, naive morons to propagandize their failure. And they also have a war going on to sweep into the Trojan horse of failure, all their other policies. This will be the weapon used against Americans. And what Chuck Schumer lets you know is it will be used against oil producers as well in this country. Do you mark my words before Joe Biden is removed from office one way or another? They will try to nationalize American oil. They absolutely unequivocally will. Kim, Mount Prospect. 
Hi, Sean. I want to say I really love your political incorrectness. You say what we think, but I'm really upset that our Republican Party, and I'm a red, oh, as mad at them as I am the Democrats. Yeah, I am too. They they sit back. Yeah, they sit back and they allow all of this to go on. They collect their paychecks. They're not working for us, but they're getting paid, and they're just keeping their mouth shut. And why don't they take? Uh, why don't they talk about impeachment like they did with Trump? And I, I, they should I, have been sure talking you... in, about impeachment. And I'm dead serious yes. about this. Since he was sworn, reason they should reason. have been talking about impeachment since he was sworn in, Kim. And they, and here's the other reason, Kim. There is a standard in this country. I'm dead serious about this. You have to be able to perform the duties of the office. I am going to ask you something. Is this a man that's able to do anything? You 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 got the vaccination? Yeah. Are you, are you okay? I mean, you seem no, it works. Or you you know, or or or, or the mom and dad, or or, or 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 the neighbor, or when you go to church, or when you're no. I, I... You're lucky Putin isn't on your own front doorstep. That's what you're really lucky about. This moron. This is the guy. And not to mention, here's another thing that bothers me: the view. TikTok salespeople, profilers, Republicans, Democrats, all agree. They all agree to the narrative. And nobody, nobody wants to, nobody wants to investigate the allegations. Why not? Especially as they prove true to us. To blame on the other guy what they're planning to do themselves. Last question. Um, I, I am certain that the Russians were looking at their foreign at their reserves as a way to buffer sanctions. Do you know how now that we've sanctioned the central bank along with others? What do we have an idea of what percentage of their reserves are frozen or inaccessible to them? Uh, virtually all of them. Are yeah. And we're in such a financial pickle that we have to create money to give to Ukraine and we get to wrap it in an omnibus bill that gives to the American corrupt Democrat mafia simultaneously. That's convenience, boys and girls. John in uh, Lake Como, Wisconsin. Hey, check this out, Sean. I looked it up. According to some uh, group celebrity net worth, Chuck Schumer is worth $900,000. I mean, that is <laughs> a noble man. Isn't that something? $900,000. Yeah, sure he is. Yeah, that's it. That's it. John, I'll bet you my pinky against the cigar and i'll take my pinky off with a spoon if he's worth anything under 50 million dollars 50 you want a piece of that action they took off two zero that's all they got to do he oh, calls the right see. people uh, take off two zeros move that decimal point it's somewhere been else. stealing since the 80s or it could be like one of those things where you have dick durbin and his hamburglar wife make her a lobbyist this way you could hide the money in her firm i like that too irish mafia another irish mafia member mark and downers grove Hey, Sean, uh, just a quick one for you. You know, we have critical race theory pointed at the kids, and we have uh, ESG, environmental and social governance, pointed at the corporations. Could you do an expose sometime on Klaus Schwab and what a knucklehead he is and, and all the little minions that follow him? Well, he's not an I mean, I, knucklehead. I think he, he, he'll go down in history as the most successful, most successful, you know, I, I want to say organized crime leader, but the most successful diabolical man to ever exist. He has successfully turned the, the, the world into exactly what he dreamed of. And America is taking the lead. Everyone is advocating for one world government. 
Everyone. And yep. we're the muscle. We're the ones that will enforce it. We're the ones that will supply the weaponry. So I don't think he's an idiot. I think he's a genius. And I think he outsmarted every <laughs> single government or corrupted it in, on, on, on the planet. What's that? Did you see Marjorie Green? Did you see Marjorie Green's uh, comment today? I did not. I can. I did not. I was. You know. I, there's only so much time in a day. I know. She did a great job of just saying, "What are we thinking of? Another war over the Ukraine? It's Nothing against the wonderful Ukrainian people. Doesn't make sense." No, I was always advocating for the Ukrainian people. The people who have been in a war for eight years that we've been ignoring. Eight years. The people who over the last twenty had so many protests, had so many movements to rip out an oligarch, corrupt government, and it was being replaced with one oligarch to the next oligarch to the next oligarch. But they've got the perfect actor now, and he is an actor. He's also worth $597 million. Now, Chuck Schumer's only worth nine hundred grand, but the actor in Ukraine, boy, oh, boy. Of course, there was Biden corrupting them while he was vice president. Robert Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean. You know, happy St. Uh, Patrick's Day on that. Let's all celebrate and, uh, the Irish. No, who's praising, who's, who's praising <laughs> has a whole holiday around an Italian. Go ahead. No, I respect that. Now, here's my question. With all these excuses that Biden's coming up with and Schumer, just how far do you, in this war going on in Ukraine, Putin's not going to stop. How far do you think it's gonna, this is going to go? Because Putin's going to march until he gets what he wants. And I'm getting kind of worried about all this because this guy's on the march like Star I think, I think a lot of that, a lot of what you're, the conclusion you're coming to is because of the inundation and information that you've gotten. I'm not sure that that's the case. I mean, after I all, so. if, you, if you go back through history, this is something that the, the, the argument has been the proof and the denial by, the, by, by Ukraine and by their allies that they are putting biolabs and weaponry in Ukraine. That was always the allegation. So. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, I, listen, what he did, he should have never invaded. That's out of, and that's when you should have killed him. But these are two scumbags. This is a mafia war. Do you think I care what goes on in mafia wars? I don't care. Let alone this, we're going to risk what? Billions and billions and billions, hundreds of billions now? For what? Anybody talk about where the money comes from? Anybody talk about how we're going to get it back? Or is this just one giant charity? Is this just one hey, giant Sean? charity? And here's another thing. Yeah, I want to know if we were investing in those labs. But I still can't find out if, if Fauci was investing in Wuhan. I can't find yeah. out anything because I got yeah. a government that has identified the enemy, and it's the citizens with questions like me. I'm the enemy. And look, the DOJ is coming up with a whole new Gestapo wing to investigate me. I must be a terrorist. Yeah, I want answers, and I see the fraud, and I'm looking at them, and they're all in one place. It's called Washington, D.C., 312-642-5600. AM 560, The Answer. We're going to do Irish all day long just because you got a big green shirt on? Come on, squirrel hands. You should have known by that leprechaun physique of yours. Um, I'm going back throughout history of conflicts. Are we pretending that our government told us the truth for the last, I really want to say 70 years, but let's say 20. Are we pretending we were told the truth? Doesn't it bother anybody? That if you even question things, you're immediately called a traitor. I've got Whoopi Goldberg calling for incarceration of Tulsi Gibbard and Tucker Carlson. Why? Because they ask questions. By the way, the questions are based on testimony of government's own Hamburglar, also known as Newland, admitting that there were 
biolabs there. I mean, that, that seems to be a problem. Not to mention, history didn't start when Joe Biden took office. No, no, no. It didn't start like that. There's been conflicts. You know, it's, it, it, it's funny, as for the people who pay attention to conflicts around the world, it's really funny, especially this Ukraine thing. Eight years torturing Jews. You could only find it in Israeli papers. Can't even find it here. Eight years of accusations of genocide, not by Russia, by the corrupt oligarchs in Ukraine. Eight years. All of it's gone by the wayside. I think, listen, any act of war is illegal. When you go into another country, that's it. Vets are off. And there's no question. Putin is a war criminal. No question. He invaded another country. Why the blackout of information, though? You know, there was no blackout like this when George Bush was questioned rightfully, even though my knee-jerk reaction after September 11th was to completely put all of my questioning, all of my suspicions on the side and just go get them. And the more you look into it, what do you come to find out? You're being played. What happened to our tranquility in this country? Since George Bush, Republicans and Democrats played us. What happened to our privacy? What happened to our economy? What happened to everything? You see, these little acts of government strength abroad, not only is a violation of what we're supposed to stand for. After all, what do you fight for, one world government? Seems like it to me. How much of your own liberty, your own freedom are you losing in these omnibus bills? How much? as they steal the future from generations not to be born for a 100 years. Listen, we're broke, boys and girls. Broke. It's a Ponzi scheme. And they demonize companies for profit? There's not another gangster organization on the planet that produces nothing but lies and reaps trillions in benefits, and it still can't finance its own corruption. After borrowing nearly $6 trillion in the last two years, is any serious person the least bit surprised that inflation has reached a 40-year high, that gas prices are higher than they have ever been, and that supply chain disruptions persist? You might think that government would change course. You might think that Congress would consider balancing its budget, lowering taxes, or repealing burdensome regulations. You might even think that Congress would at least rule out adding more regulatory burdens on small business owners. But you'd be wrong. Not one of those things are under consideration today. Instead, demonstrating a remarkable lack of creativity, the legislation under consideration today proposes to solve a problem created by spending and regulation with even more spending and regulation. So here, you don't have to be Nostradamus to see what's happening. You do not have to be. What will happen is the more we sink into the quicksand of failure, the more the Democrat mafia will take advantage of it to seize control of any last wiggling small business entrepreneur capitalism in this country. It will all be turned over to the corrupt government that has the perfect system of scam, creating debt for the future while redistributing opportunity to the present. And who gets that opportunity? Same thing like Chicago. Same gangsters, same corruption. That's why when we talk about St. Patrick's Day, I like to hear Joe Biden brag about how Irish he is. Hello, hello, hello. 
Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Really, please, thank you. I'm just happy you're walking, old man. Thank you, please. Thank you very much. Katrina, thank you for that introduction. It's good to be back at this wonderful event to see so many friends. Can't speak. From members of Congress to leaders of faith, business, philanthropy, and the arts and the sciences. I've, uh, to everyone at the Ireland Funds, thank you for deepening the ties of the Irish diaspora throughout the world. Ah, please. Starved the whole country. You planted one species of potato. Look what you did to us. Look at what you did to us. Now you're celebrating by getting drunk in the morning, obviously. Clapping for this idiot. Should be removed from office. And by the way, anything he touched should be questioned. Eight ways to Tuesday. Sal, in his car. Hey, Sean. You know, a couple of analogies you can use for Democrats. I mean, first of all, you can't even call them Democrats anymore. I mean, they're closer to anarchists. and It's not a Democratic Democrat party. They're just... It's it's almost as if anything they they get together and say, all right, that didn't work. What can we do to screw up more stuff so people just do what we want them Sal, to do? Sal, it's a mafia. They look at look at, yeah, and I don't just mean that because they cook the mafia agenda, right? Look at look at what built well, the mafia, did. drug dealing, right? They they're, they're they're in bed with all big pharma and the rest of it. Look at what we are experiencing with this fraud. Well, Luciano, Luciano said that years ago. Sure, Luciano said that. In, you know, in his memoirs, Luciano said eventually there's going to come a time when the government takes over all of our business. Extortion. Extortion yeah, while blaming the highest producers, the people who really make the world go around. And they're going to use that for the same way the mafia used extortion to eventually take over the business. And that's exactly yeah, and where these, we're going. So they're not a political yeah, the party. They're, they're a true no, they, horse of, communi- of, of, no, of Marxism. They're simply an elected, they're an elected organized crime operation that's been going on. You know, nothing changes but time, Sean. We've been arguing about the same crap for 200, 300 years. People keep arguing. Nothing gets fixed. They keep putting Band-Aids on this pig, and they keep electing. It's like uh, a dog comes into your living room, takes a dump in your living room. You go next door and kick the cat. You know, like it's it. like you, you keep voting Careful, for the same Sal. idiot, and you're, you're surprised. Get yourself a political action committee. You keep talking like that. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> I went long. 312-642-5600. We'll be back. AM 560, The Answer. It's amazing what people get used to. It's amazing. As you listen to this moron Chuck Schumer today, pretend that oil went down. Closed at $103 a barrel. $103 a barrel. It was yesterday. It was $40. You used to fill up for $25. Now it's $75. You get used to it. You get used to this nonsense. Pretty soon these swindlers seem like they're helping you. It's not how it works. You see what happens when government helps you. Take a look at the, at, the, at the neighborhoods with the most government help. They're called ghettos. Yet still those people vote Democrat. The Democrat mafia is a, it's, it's, it's almost astonishing. They benefit from bald-faced lies, failure, and corruption. They just get more of it. And we keep giving it to them. In there lies the problem, and we're falling right into their hands. Jennifer Granholm. She's an inside trading stock whore, and she is also the energy secretary, and it's working just as she wants it to. The administration's reaching out 
to Saudi Arabia and to Venezuela, I think uh, folks that many Americans might consider unsavory characters, in this search for energy to kind of fill this Russian energy void. And this is the problem. We don't need any of them. We proved it two years ago. We don't need any of them. Now we're just pick your favorite scumbag. And the Democrats are fine with that because they're scumbags, too. How should Americans view this? I think Americans should see the administration calling right now for an increase in supply as something that helps them. And that's what it's increased supply at home and increased supply around the world. They're helping you. And also, don't forget about their scam about the electric cars. What about hydrogen? The most abundant material on the planet. What about that? You already have hydrogen cars. No. Why? Well, we're not in on that scam. And the Democrats nod their head. That's why the south side of Chicago all voted for Madigan. And they'll vote for him again. Bottoms up, boys. Drink to that Italian. Wayne, Hoffman Estates. Yeah, Sean, I just want to make a comment. You know, the gas prices are such a pain in the butt. They're going up, they're going up. But what about all the other products that go up because of it? And when they downsize the cartons, you can, uh, you don't get a half a gallon of ice cream anymore. Those prices are all going to stay way up there once the gas comes down to $2 a gallon, if it ever does. Well, it won't for the next three and a half years. But, Wayne, I agree with you, and here's the good news, though. There is good news. Have you taken a look at your fellow Democrats walking around? They could use half the amount of ice cream, Wayne. It's not all bad, the trickery of the Democrat mafia. Tim, what is this, Hoopston? Hey, Sean? Yes, Tim. Hey, Sean, this is Tim from Hoopston, uh, second-time caller. Um, I love your show, and thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Hey, I just wanted to ask your thoughts, or maybe you haven't even noticed, but um, there's the, the story the New York Times ran uh, yesterday about Hunter Biden's laptop. You know, you know, it was Russian disinformation not all that long ago. <laughs> and, 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 and bear with me here, Sean. You know, so now they're coming out and saying, yeah, Hunter Biden did have a laptop, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And that is the same day, the same day, Sean, uh, the, that Joe Biden was in front of a podium Basically saying that um, the next civil rights issue of our time is revenge porn and people blackmailing people. It seems kind of strange to me that the same day that that the New York Times is saying, you know, hey, all the smut on Hunter Biden's laptop may be real. uh, His dad's out there defending uh, that sort of. Do you see where I'm getting at? I see exactly where you're getting at. I love it. And they have to run cover for the for the scum that they are. I mean, I love the Hunter Biden's clip. I really do. Thank you very much for the call. And uh, here it is. Where is it? So we established a new civil rights, a new civil rights cause of action for those whose intimate images were shared on the public screen. Uh-oh. How many times have you heard? I bet everybody knows somebody somewhere along the line. And you're related to a crackhead. In a relationship, what happened was the guy takes a revealing picture of his naked friend or whatever in a compromising position. <laughs> and then, literally, in a sense, blackmails or, or, or mortifies that person. Send it out. Put it online. Boy, oh boy, way to run cover for your son. And it does explain why you'd want to have a conflict in Ukraine. After all, they were bribing your son. Now no one's talking about that. And you think the mafia, a couple Italian guys in New York, talking about the line on Monday Night Football? I don't think so. 
It's the Irish Mafia. But here's the good news. They're drinking to an Italian. So bottom up, you short-in-the-pants Irishman. Have a good time. Happy St. Patrick's Day. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. The good news about what I believe to be the illegitimate Biden regime is that the failure will be so undeniable, no one will want the Democrat Marxist mafia in power again. At least that's my hope. There are good signs out there. Dr. Steve Turley is a Ph.D. from Durham University. He's an internationally recognized scholar, speaker, and an author of over 20 books. He, too, believes the left is turning on Biden. Dr. Steve, how are you? I'm great, Sean. Great to be back with you. Appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. And uh, there are some, you know, I know this living in the sewer of Chicago. <laughs> only the, only the, the people who are in on the scam and those too stupid to see it remain Democrats. There are others that want in on it and will sometimes vote Democrat. But, you know, it's hard to kind of deny the the Marxist mafia that it is. Is that going to be the case, hopefully, if we can survive three years of the feeble fascist? <laughs> the feeble fascist. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal that, Sean. That's right. great. I love it. Yeah, right yeah I do. I think so. I think so. Things are looking pretty pretty darn good, consistently uh, good for, for the midterms. Uh, at least just sending a message and uh, trying to put some brakes on things here. But, yeah, we're seeing a lot of indicators that even people on the left are, are starting to uh, reexamine the whole Biden regime. Uh, you got Bill Maher, Trevor Noah. I wrote about this little piece I did uh, earlier this week. I mean, they're actually openly stating, you know, we have to admit all of this international chaos that's going on right now, this would never have happened under, under a Trump uh, administration. Now, when you got, you know, some pretty die-hard leftists saying that, um, I mean, Bill Maher, interestingly enough, was just uh, interviewed by uh, Ben Shapiro um, in an upcoming episode on, uh, on Shapiro's program there. And, uh, you know, he's having sort of this Piers Morgan kind of epiphany uh, where he's realizing that those of us who still believe in free speech, uh, you know, equal protection under the law, some just basic constitutional literacy, they're recognizing they they are increasingly have no home in the Democratic Party. And uh, so so that that's a fascinating development that's happening. Dr. Steve, there's a problem, though, and that problem is something, you know, I, I love history. I always did. I don't know why. I just did. And I love the, the reading about the founding of the country. And there's there's a line. There's so many brilliant lines in the Declaration of Independence. But the one that it really resonates with me, people get used to the atrocities and the abuses they, they tend to tolerate. You can tolerate a lot. People are willing slaves more than they should be throughout history. There's no question about it. As you look across the world, there are nations that rely on the willing servitude of their citizens. And we're watching two of them right now, Russia and Ukraine. This is a place where people are used to being slaves to a certain extent. In fact, ironically enough to me, it was the demand by the people who were sick and tired of being slaves to oligarchs in Ukraine that really started this 20 years ago, 25 right. plus. 
They needed this conflict to happen because it is the perfect Trojan horse to hide the American fascism of the yeah, Democratic yeah. Mafia. And they're outsmarting us on so many levels, Dr. Steve. So I want to be optimistic, but I'm also aware, you know, we're Chicagoans. And uh, these, these Irish gangsters don't hold power for 50 years because they're not cunning. Yeah. No, I, no I, I, share, I do share that concern very much, Sean. I do. I'm very, very concerned with some of the rhetoric that's coming out, particularly among rhinos and neocons. And, you know, I mean, uh, I don't know how many of your listeners want to uh, get into a full-blown World War III over Mariupol or Kharkov, you know, places that people would never even find on the map, you know. Uh, I mean, they can't even find Ukraine half the time on the map. So I'm with you. I, I think so much of this rhetoric uh, that we're hearing, even just from the uh, the center right, is so irresponsible, so reckless, and it and it's it's so cheerleading, and it's given it has given Biden a bit of a bounce. Although uh, Richard Barris, uh, people's pundit, uh, has done uh, some some deep diving into the numbers, and he and he found that that bounce is primarily. Um, Biden just getting back uh, Democrats, some Democrat support. I mean, he was tanking down to about 33% in some of those polls. Well, I That's mean, because... we got the first president that openly needs a depends, for God's sakes. It's all here. <laughs> yeah. the, 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 the other thing is, you know, I'm, uh, I've been paying attention to Ukraine for 20 damn years. Yeah, I'm well-versed yeah. in the Minsk Accord. I understand yeah. the allegations. I also am very aware of our own Congress in a bipartisan law Pass so that we would never arm the Azov Battalion, which has direct correlation to the Nazis of World War II. Direct. Absolutely. Stefan Bandera is celebrated. There's new stories. I also know about Ihor Kolominsky. I also really couldn't stand the fact that they bought the crackhead son of the now sitting in a wet diaper President Biden. It's infuriating to me that we have absolute and total agreement like the, the villagers in a Frankenstein movie as everyone chants to to destroy all the records of this legacy corruption. I, 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 what am I supposed to do here? No, I know. I'm with you. And you, you uh, man, you, you knocked off uh, a, ch- a whole checklist of uh, what I would consider just basic, you know, Ukrainian literacy that 99% of the public would fail. Unfortunately, they have no idea of what you just said. They have no idea this was at least 15 years in the making. And, uh, and it really, in the end, we have no business to, be, to even be in it. But... You know, I mean, come on, Sean. I mean, Ukraine was a cash cow for these guys. I mean, they were they were pumping hundreds of millions of dollars of our tax dollars into Ukraine, and then, of course, a nice portion of that foreign aid would find itself in these corrupt gas companies like Burisma, and then Burisma would take that money and pay off <laughs> the, the Depends president's yeah. son eighty thousand dollars a month. I mean, we. I mean. This, they don't want to lose their cash cow, but they are. That they, they are going to lose it. I do think. I do think Russia, uh, despite what CNN and MSNBC want to tell us, I do think uh, Russia's cauldron-like uh, defense or uh, formation that they used in Syria uh, to uh, to very uh, great success is um, is uh, very successful right now, particularly in eastern Ukraine. That nobody cares about eastern Ukraine, but that's where it's all. That's where it's all happening. They're all hanging out in their cosmopolitan suites in uh, in Kiev, you know. But um, and there are allegations today uh, from Belarus that, ironically, uh, Ukraine is launching the, by their accusations. I don't know if they're valid. I don't know right, if anything's valid. Right. After all, we're dealing. In, you know, if 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 there was fog a, of war. 
If yeah. there was a universal carnival of swindlers and gypsies, it would be right where this war is. Who the hell do yeah, you know is telling? Well everybody said. in the tent is telling a lie. But the reality well is they're claiming that Ukraine is firing missiles into Belarus. Now, we're not going to get the truth because our media has been right. swindled, has been bribed, right. and is in on the lie. That one benefit of Trump, well, there were many benefits, but one of the best benefits was they were always hounding him. I like it. Keep right. doing it. We right. don't have that anymore. And now is right. when real bad things happen, right? Right, absolutely. Now we have a state media. I mean, <laughs> Kim Jong-un would be <laughs> jealous of our media. How do, you, how do you control them so well, you know? Absolutely. No, I, I'm with you. So, yeah, I am pessimistic at that level. The question is how long is it, is it going to last? We'll just have to see. I, I, don't, I don't know how long the war theater is going to last. I can't imagine it's going to be lasting too much longer. Again, if we, if we use Syria as sort of the the exemplar there. I mean, Russia was able to get what they needed done relatively quickly within a few months. And then hopefully uh, um, once this stuff kind of cools down and, and the insane rhetoric that we're seeing coming from, particularly from these rhinos and neocons uh, cools down, we can get back to, to the reality of, of the fact that these gas prices are going to continue to go up and that we do have polls now that show that's the number one issue among voters is gas prices. And, I, and they knew that they were going up before the uh, embargo on Russian oil, uh, which, by the way, is only hurting us and our middle class. It's not hurting Russia well, the they, least. They, they love when you can get more people on welfare, the more willful slaves yeah, you have. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. the greatest way to control somebody. Every parent knows it. You control the purse strings, pretty much you can control the behavior, and that's why you have the ghettos of, of Chicago growing instead of shrinking, even as people right. are fleeing them. It's, a, it's, it's an astonishing um, reality. But here's the thing I wanted to kind of get you on about. You are instrumental in these movements. You, you participate. You've got TurleyTalks.com. You write papers tirelessly in books. There was a movement, the Tea Party. I didn't really buy into it because I saw as they promoted such morons as uh, Illinois' own Joe Walsh and Illinois' own Adam Kinzinger. And I saw the potential for skullduggery. Sure enough, it's exactly what happened. The opportunity here isn't to move it from the so-called conservative. I, I don't even know what the hell that word means anymore. Right, mean right, right. But it would be from the disgruntled people who believe in American, Americanism. All of those right. amendments, that all of those rights, all of those virtues we've had stripped away over the last 24 months. Is there not an opportunity to get some of the people who identified on the left and the people like me who were never really Republicans but always Americans? Isn't there a time to bring those people together now? Absolutely. Absolutely. You're already seeing it happen. I mean, Jimmy Dore. Uh, who would self-identify as a leftist? He's been doing some of the best coverage on the Azovs and and the uh, and the Ukrainian uh, nonsense that's going on in terms of our propaganda and the like. He's, uh, he's the not buying it. On Tucker, right? He's originally from the South Side of Chicago, is he not? I think so. I think so. Yeah, and he was with the Young Turks for a while, and uh, he's a comedian. He's a very talented fellow, no question about it. And his his coverage of Ukraine has been fantastic. So yeah, I mean. We are starting to see a, a sort of uh, realignment that's happening here that's more, for lack of a better term, populist-oriented, patriot-oriented. And again, the key animosity there is not so much left-right Republican-Democrat, as, as you uh, so well said. It really is people versus the permanent political class that rule for their own 
you know, advantage in accordance with their own values, interests, and concerns. They could give a rip about the Constitution. They could give a rip about any, as you, as you noted, they could give a rip about neo-Nazis. They care about neo-Nazis, supposedly, at Charlottesville, but they love them. Uh, you know, they despise them at Charlottesville, but they love them in Kharkov. Um, and it all goes with the narrative, and the narrative always benefits the people in power. And this is an extraordinary time. I think the Tea Party was just the beginning of it. And I agree with you. I think it just sort of dissipated into special interests and, and the like. But the permanent class figured out, permanent political class figured out how to tame it. But now this is getting pretty big, and this is very worldwide, too. That wasn't the case of the Tea Party. We're seeing the populist movements break out all over the West. And they got, they got a good, swift kick in the butt with COVID and with, uh, with technocrats coming back in, in vengeance. Um, and now even with this war thing, I think, uh, I think we're seeing something comparable with rhinos and uh, neocons coming back. But again, the genie's out of the bottle. bottle the, uh, the populist movement is strong, and it's realigning left and right around people versus political class. And in the end, you've got to have some basis for governance and rule, and uh, what better document that begins with we the people. You know, when you saw so many generals, like Milley, for instance, commit treason and call the Chinese general um, during Trump's uh, term at the end because he said he wanted to prevent World War III, when you see all of this and you realize that in this, in this current case of what we're witnessing, it's mindless profiteering, war profiteering, and it's happening yeah, by these yeah. very people that did this. Are you astonished at how many so-called Republicans and Trump supporters in media are blindly supporting this? It's, it, I, uh, Sean, I am disheartened. I mean, that's probably the best word for me. I mean, I am stunned. And I know a lot of people are. A lot of my audience comes and tells me, you know, I trusted the—I don't want to mention names, but— No, no, I, I trust. Right, you know, I try. I trust these guys. You know, I've been listening to them for years and so forth, and it's like they've lost their freaking minds. They've become unidentifiable from Lindsey Graham. I mean, or or Liz Cheney, for that matter. I mean, they, it's absurd. Does everybody own Halliburton stock but me, Doc? I mean, come on. <laughs> That's right. Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. It is. It is tragic. You know what it is? What I think, and it went all said and done, besides, yeah, besides some perhaps little kickbacks here or there. I just think at the end, when it comes to Russia, when it comes to geopolitics, for whatever reason, they just have no other frames of reference than the uh, Fukuyama, you know, end of history neocon. Um, yeah, you know, a Pax Americana, Wilsonian frames of reference. I'm trying to find every frame I can yeah. find there. But they just don't know any other way of making sense of it. Really, a post-globalist, uh, a, a America-first, MAGA-based foreign policy, international relations, geopolitics, that's something we're really going to need to think through. Now, Trump had it. I really do think... Yeah, yeah, energy independence. You know, he he showed China he wasn't going to play around. They were going to play uh, by rules that are advantageous to us, not the other way around. He knocked around North Korea. My button's bigger than yours. You know, yeah. bombed Soleimani. Whatever. I mean, you could go into right or wrong, whatever it was. Nobody wanted to mess with this guy. 
Now you got, yeah, like you said, President depends in there. We're now energy dependent rather than independent. Russia's now again able to call the shots because they're a fuel food exporting superpower. And uh, we just look around and we see uh, Kabul collapsing and, and we see a woke and weak military. And there's no question about it. I mean, there's... Yeah. Yeah, there, we are definitely in a position that is very, very dangerous. Weakness ends up giving us that kind of danger. And then you bring in the interventionist neocon. Gosh, you're just throwing oil on that fire. I hope that you and I end up in the same camp. It's either there you go, man. become Diane Feinstein's pool boy. I don't know what the <laughs> hell is going to happen in the future. But I thank you for joining me, and I look forward to your next book. You can see him on TurleyTalks.com. You can hear him. And you can watch for his new articles. Thank you so much, Dr. Stephen Turley. I, pre I truly appreciate it. We're right back at you, Sean. Thank you so much. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. AM560, the answer. You know, it's, I don't know how many times I have to explain it. Every once in a while, we'll get a Democrat. I don't know why. I don't want you here. I've identified the problem. It is the Democrat mafia. You imbeciles that elected these gangsters, did this to my country. So I give my listeners, my YouTube people, my Rumble people, my, I don't even think I want to say, the face of book, all of it. You're not allowed on it because you're the scum of the earth. After all, you wallow in your own failure. You enjoy when this idiot is caught in his scandals. You don't even think they're scandals. You just want in on it. When you see Nancy Pelosi worth half a billion dollars, you love it, you filthy animals. When you see Mike Madigan destroy a city that he ruled like an absolute total gangster for 50 years, you like it. When you see Ed Burke, you, you say, there goes a guy. There goes a guy with the Viagra in his pocket and that $30 whore. There goes a guy that he's my kind of politician. When you saw Rod Blagojevich, you would have voted for anybody. That Dick Mel and the, and the mafia said vote for. Just like you voted for J.B. Pritzker. So you don't come on my show, you filthy animals. You're not Americans. You're the cancer that destroyed my country. You're the ones right now that are lying and war profiteering and covering up scandal after scandal after scandal. You want to know why you can't come on the show? Because you're a filthy animal. And I give you a Democrat-free experience here. That's how I live my life. It's the only way to live your life. It's how I do my business. I don't want your money. Keep it, scumbags. You can't exist without mine, though. That's why you chant for gangster government and extortion. You like when Chuck Schumer comes out and threatens the bad oil company who gave you your freedom, who gave you your quality of life, American ingenuity, American business, yet you turn to an abuser that destroys everything it touches, and you pick your favorite demagogue. You pick your favorite oligarch, because that's the system you like. You're not welcome here scumbag there's a thousand other shows get off mine you rat bastard i give you're my the lowest people. form of life on earth that's exactly you're not even human beings there it is. you are nothing but unorganized grabastic pieces of amphibian shit. because i am hard you will not like me but the more you hate me the more you will learn i am hard but i am fair there is no racial bigotry here i don't look down on anybody I look down on only the kind of philosophy that exists on force, on extortion, on intimidation and control. That's the American fascist Democrat mafia, or as I like to refer to it, the Fourth Reich. But it does explain why you like the Azovs. It does explain why you want to promote their propaganda. 
and you don't want to question anything because you're willful slaves. 312-642-5600. AM560, the answer. See, and ironically, as we go through this, it's not the ideas of what was considered to be the American left. I don't mind discussing that. Those are the people who are disgusted with the Democrat mafia. Those are the culminated with me, people like us. That's what will save this country. Not the Chicago rat Democrat. I got a text into the show. Um, are you going to talk about Juicy Smouye? That's the exact perfect example. He was never going to do a date, just like Mike Madigan, Ed Burke, never going to do a date. How about the Daly family? They got stronger. They've been selling out to China for 40 years. They get stronger. It's the, it's the political Democrat who is unwavering, who is unthinking, or is in on the corruption, or just the welfare roach that is destroying this country. These are the people that I wash my hands of. If you want to have an, an intellectual debate about absolute liberalism, I'm in, because I am ultimately a liberal. If you believe in the principles of Americanism, you have no other choice. If you believe in the Enlightenment, you have no other choice which is why I reject the Republican establishment just as vehemently, just as vehemently, because they too are in on that scam. It's the scam itself I want to break apart, but the Democrat mafia, that is the antithesis of absolute and total organized crime. And if they're spewing it, it's a lie. So those people that vote, you go vote and you go wallow in your failure. I live my life the way I do this show. I don't suffer Democrats. It's a cleaner life. You're all filthy. Uh, Corey Woodlawn. Hey, uh, Sean, thanks for talking to me. Uh, I mean, you're my speed. I, I found you on Dan Prof, but you're definitely my speed. The homeowners in Woodlawn are under ordinance that they just put together, forcing us to sell our property to our tenants. They got wait. first right of refusal, and they can hold wait, us wait, up wait, for wait, seven wait, months wait, wait. to a year. So how in the world, I want to go through this with you. How in the world can a government come in and say you must give first right of refusal to a tenant? Who's telling you that they can do that? Because we got lawyers on this show. Who's telling that's you the, that? that's the That's the ordinance. Our alderman, Jeanette Taylor, just passed that ordinance with Lightfoot and the rest of the gang at the Legislative City Council. We're forced to sell our property in Woodlawn to our tenants. They have first right of refusal for seven months. And then they can assign that first right of refusal over to someone else without ever See, this is a land grab. The ability to pay. This is yeah. why after 2008, the, 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 the Pritzker establishment family hired a bunch of fraud brokers and fraud investors, and they backdoor bought a tremendous amount of property throughout Cook County and throughout DuPage, and, they, and their intention was long-term rent control and Section 8 housing. And what you're telling me to do is absolutely and unequivocally unconstitutional and against property laws. So I don't care if they call it an a ordinance or what they did. That is your property, and no one can force you to sell to anybody. In fact, you don't ever have to sell to anyone. Now, if you do want to sell, it can go to your discretion. Did you know before the housing collapse in 2008, you could give your property away for love and affection? You didn't have to disclose a damn thing. You could sell it to your daughter for a dollar. So what if you want to sell it? Let's just take a hypothetical. Let's say you worked your whole life, which sounds like you did. You bought a couple of pieces of property, and you want to sell the property to your daughter. You have to give your tenant first right of refusal above your daughter, 
and they have seven months. The average real estate closing, 45 days. They have seven months that they could assign that right to a stranger, like let's say a group that is financed by a fat slob pretending to be anything but a beanbag, even a governor. And that group comes in and now owns your property through yeah. the guise of, of a tenant selling it. Is that what you want me to believe? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the ordinance that we're under. We need your help, Sean, in Woodlawn. Oh, we need Corey, help. you got my help. I will not yeah. stand idly by. I want you to be on hold for a minute and give your contact information to Honey Bunny. Now, this is where we get involved. That's an atrocity. You think this country stands on rights, on property rights? What about Corey's property right? You see, because I see the swindle. And that's why when you see these Democrat retreads like Alexi Janulius come up, he's good, and he will win. Believe me, that's your Secretary of State. This is organized crime. And these are the groups that will backdoor take away your property rights. Because in their world, they get to be the oligarchs. And you're just the slave, even if you were an honest man. And it doesn't matter your race, your religion, or anything else. It's are you in the crime family, or are you out of it? And then you have the omerta. You don't tell about everybody else in it. Otherwise, they would have dragged these Irishmen out of their offices instead of a stray dog that Daly's at getting drunk every day, the scum that he is, and his bald brother too. You don't fool me, baldy. Rats. That's why I don't take their calls or let their comments go up because they're an organized crime family. Barry Hayes. Hi, Hi Sean. Barry. How are you? God I'm bless here. you for everything that you do. Oh, thank you, Barry. I think a quick end to the war could happen. If you got President Trump involved and put him as an arbitrator and he could show off the art of the deal, I'm telling you. Well, Barry, it could, also could happen, do it. it could also happen if you disclose the grievances and you actually discussed what things were about. But they can't do that, Barry, because they have a recipe here. And the recipe is to vilify an individual so that you get the villagers called Americans and citizens and bipartisan in the media to say oh look at how terrible he's got to go but you never give the order to blow up his house see this is the war the democrat mafia needs to hide all their shenanigans in see it's saint patty's day i can work in the lingo now drink to an italian 312-642-5600 bob you're next when i get back am 560 the answer man oh man i wonder if the table of wisdom llc with that scumbag, Eddie Burke, and those two sitting Cook County judges came up with that ordinance. Can you believe that? What do you mean you, they're going to tell you who you sell your property to, who you must give first right, right of refusal? That's an honor. As a landlord, I decide who gets it. Not those morons dressed like Benson, pretending to be mayors and older birthing peoples. You gotta be kidding me! That, that, I tell you, I love Corey. I want him to be, uh, you know, I don't want him to be wrong, but I hope to God he's wrong. If he's not wrong, you landlords, anybody that owns a property affected by this, you better sue the Durbin off these rat bastards. Bob and Glen Ellen. Hey Sean, I'm a, uh, an, also an Illinois refugee. I'm selling property, getting out of the state, but I picked up a gem from a friend of mine in D.C. He said all these old guys running Washington D.C. We're ruled by a geritocracy. Oh, I like that. That's a, that's, I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that since a book. I like it. It was, Ger- it was Geritol. I know what it means. 
I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'll tell you, it is it is it is astonishing that you have people that are really born in the early 40s, in the late 30s, and that they're selling that, that there's a pandemic that's killing society. Yet they're all still here after the pandemic. I mean, if it was really that dangerous, you know, call me silly. Thank you very much, Bob. I appreciate the call. Geritocracy. I get it. We need to be flexible. And if, in fact, we do see a turnaround and a resurgence, we have to be able to pivot and go back to any degree of mitigation that is commensurate with what the situation is. So we can't just say we're done. Now we're going to move on. We've got to be able to be flexible because we're dealing with a dynamic situation. Hopefully, the cases will continue to come down as the weather gets warmer you got to hope the weather gets warmer. What this is, I'm telling you, this is veiled threat. This is a veiled threat. And the threat will be if you push back against the propaganda, not just about Ukraine and Russia, as you see that culminating, but as what you see happening with, remember the DOG, the letter from the teachers, and the special Gestapo wing of the Department of Justice? You remember all that? Well, they rescinded the letter, yet the DOJ is still moving forward with the Gestapo wing. It'd be nice if the attorney general would be back in front of us to deal with this subject. But I think this legislation is the wrong way to go. I hope that we do not pass it. Uh, urge a no vote and would yield back the balance of my They're time. still voting on the legislation. Time. The gentleman yields back. I would simply point out to the gentleman that the uh, National School Board Association apologized for that letter within days of its issuance. And... Uh, that's sort of proven my point, I think. That's how wrong it was. Well, they made a mistake and they apologized for it. Nobody's taken any action on the basis well, the, of the, it. The person who hasn't taken action is the, the Attorney General of the United States has not rescinded the memo and the action that he put in place. That's what's warranted. That's why we need him back here to answer the questions, things he said in that committee hearing that turned out not to be accurate, and we need him to rescind the memo and stop what's ever gone into place. And the last thing we need to do is to pass this bill, which is going to codify the whole plot and plan and scheme they initiated last fall. Without objection, all other opening statements will be included in the record. There's Jerry Nadler. He's part of that uh, geritocracy. And by the way, it is actually a geritocracy. It's been around for a while. That's how the Indians did it, the Council of Elders and the rest of it. We're still doing it. Gerald Nadler is another New York 80-year-old corrupt Democrat mafia member. Jerry Nadler is running cover for the organized crime syndicate of the teachers' union. This is starting to come together, and Chuck Schumer isn't taking his eye off the ball. At the pump. And finally, on PNTR, on a final note, the House today is expected to vote on legislation revoking permanent normal trade relations with Russia. For weeks, members of the Senate, the House, and the White House have been working together to draft a strong and effective bill. But at the same time, you're going to let them broker the deal in Iran? At the same time, you're going to let them broker the deal in Iran. And at the same time... You're going to get favorite or a uh, uh, favored trade nation to China who is weaponizing Russia. You're starting to see how all this is connected. I know I am.
Russia has accused the United States of plugging millions of dollars into funding bio labs in Ukraine, all of which were possibly involved in trying to produce biological weapons. After first accusing Kyiv of developing dirty bombs, the Russian Defense Ministry has said that it has proof that Ukraine is collaborating with the United States to develop biological weapons. And Yeah, I think the proof was provided when Marco Rubio asked the America Hamburglar, also known as Newland, Exactly that question. I only have a minute left. Let me ask you, um, does Ukraine have chemical or biological weapons? Uh, Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities, which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. So we are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of uh, Russian forces should they approach. Research materials. Research. So you guys are doing research. Like Fauci and Pfizer was doing in Wuhan since 2009. Research? You're doing a little research? It won't be long. They're going to have to dust off Brian Williams. I love when Brian Williams, as America under... Uh, Barack Obama was launching missiles into Syria. I love how he described it. This is how you know the future is going to be just like this, only Brian Williams might not be the one saying it. Go into greater detail. We see these beautiful pictures at night from the decks of these two U.S. Navy vessels in the eastern Mediterranean. I am tempted to quote the great Leonard Cohen. I'm guided by the beauty of our weapons. Um, and As they flew into Syria, and we don't know where the hell they landed. I'm sure they only killed the bad people, just like the ones that flew into Iraq, only the bad people. But boy, oh boy. There were a lot of contracts. In fact, Joe Biden's brother, the same one that stole the video from Blockbuster, got a $1.5 billion contract to build houses in Iran. Uh... War is an economy. Anybody who tells you otherwise is either in on it or stupid. Does explain the Democrats. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, He's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Seven years ago... It was obvious to me you could not sell Illinois real estate if you cared about the people that you were representing as a real estate broker. It's obvious the trajectory of that sewer. It's obvious where it's going because it is controlled by the Democrat mafia. Your property taxes have nothing to do with the value of your land. I told everybody I knew, get the hell out, sell it. That was before the ordinance that forced you to, as a landlord, give property to tenants as a first right of refusal, which is outrageous and unconstitutional. But apparently it seems to be something that stands. I am astonished. But I did stop paying attention to it because it doesn't make sense to buy a bankruptcy. That's what you're buying when you own real estate in Illinois. There are people of means, people who own property, who wanted to put up a fight against the mafia. I said, come on. 
when you've got a fat slob in there that's never done a damn thing in his life except wait for a trust fund distribution, and he somehow wins, even though it's the legacy of 50 years corruption, it's over, done, put a fork in it. There are a few men that said, no, I'm going to push back against it. I like people who have such disrespect for money. Gary Rabine is one of those people. Gary, how are you, you handsome devil? Sean, I'm doing great. How are you? Very good, very good. So, uh, you know, I have to be inundated because there's a Democrat running as a Republican who swindled Ken Griffin, has a bunch of his millions of dollars, and he's wasting them on my uh, show, and i got to listen to these commercials. I'm starting to hear a few years, though. So tell me, you must have done that because you see good numbers. We are seeing good numbers. I uh, we we raised some pretty good money lately. Mo- most of it my own, unfortunately, because I'm a bad I'm a I'm a bad salesman. Sometimes I don't. You're think, a wood chipper. Of calls. Yeah, I should never. You, you, you're sure you're not related to my wife? You're a wood chipper of money. What the hell is wrong with you? But go ahead. I can't. I, I, I mean, I love that you're putting yeah. up a fight against the Leviathan. Tell me some of the stories where you're being squeezed by these fat slobs pretending to be gangsters. Yeah, you know what? Well, there's a few things going on, but uh, we we look right. We look past it all. I mean, we're we're going to get past it all, no problem. Maybe we got you know we got uh, a couple of these um, these reporters that are fake fake news guys, and that uh, you know they they throw stuff out there. I, I had an instance the other day in Springfield, Illinois. A reporter asked me uh, about a couple of uh, liens we had against us. Okay, we we pay between three and six million dollars in tax a year between all our businesses. And, and, and I said, well, you should have let me know about the liens. I looked them up and see what you're talking about. Well, guess what? It was a $2,000 lien in Wisconsin that, was, uh, that we had an argument with. It was settled. And it was a $10,000 lien from the state of Illinois that we never got, we never got it. Never, it was never delivered to us. It was never, uh, you know, we never, and, and over, over this, is, this is not a needle in a haystack. This is a needle 10 feet below the haystack, okay? Because, we, you know, again, it was $10,000 and $2,000, to, totally both illegitimate. Yeah, and uh, and we pay over the course of the last five six years. These these were supposed to be within two thousand seventeen and sixteen. Only a reporder who knew nothing about business yeah. doesn't understand how a lien works. First of all, a lien is a disagreement between a taxpayer, which most reporters really aren't, and and yeah. government. And see, the taxpayer doesn't have the right to argue in a system by a gangster government. The gangster government can issue a tax lien even before anything is even adjudicated, if an allegation exists. Because taxes, as far as the government is concerned, you're guilty of tax evasion by just the accusation. And they have all the power to put the tax lien on you. And that's the problem. Exactly. But you're being, it's being reported by pro-government, pro-gangster government, pro-democrat scum posing as reporters. That's the real problem. Well, and what, the way I ended it was this: Hey, if, if the state of Illinois paid their bills like the Rabine Group pays their bills, we'd be the number one most uh, fiscally responsible state in the country. In fact, Gary, you know, so, so it's, that, it's that simple. Without incriminating yourself, but I think it's a badge of pride. How much do you pay in taxes on an average year? Well, like I said, it's anywhere from three to six million bucks. Three to six million dollars that Gary Rabine pays because Gary Rabine goes out and makes the fracking money, and somehow you're the bad guy. But the scum who get the money through corrupt taxes and, and, and tax abuse by politicians, the ones who get the government contracts, they're never questioned by it. Isn't that amazing? Only in this country is a man greedy if he tries to keep his own money. But if you want to take somebody else's, you're the virtuous roach. I never saw a thing like it, which is why I say you come to a free state. But go ahead. You try to convert that mafia state and give me some updates. Give me some good numbers.
Yeah, so things are looking good. I mean, overall, our, you know, the couple of head-to-heads uh, show us against Pritzker as the front runners against Pritzker. Um, other other polls have showed us one, two, or three overall. And uh, I've spent I, I've spent the about the fourth most amount of money in this race so far. So that's that's pretty good when uh, my grassroots is winning is doing that much uh, that much to be in what first, second, the, or third. Poll, what was the paper right? that left you off though? What was there was a paper that left you off completely? Uh, it, it, it's a no-name paper. You know, I, I delivered the, the Chicago Tribune, and I always competed with the Sun Times or the or the uh, the Herald when I was a paper boy. So it's probably one of those guys. I'm guessing. Yeah, I know. What <laughs> the Daily Herald. But, uh, okay, yeah, okay, we have a caller wants to give you a question. You mind taking it, Gary? Absolutely. Sounds good. Greg and Lagrange, go ahead. Hey, I want to know if Gary, Gary's had some liens put uh, against him, huh? Has he ever ripped out toilets to save on a tax dollar? No, that's the that's that's the ridiculous question. But the real question is, when can we see you guys get together, you and the other Republican side uh, challengers, get together and start hashing out some issues? It's a little early, and I know it costs money, but that's what I really want to see. Yeah, you know what? We've had some uh, panel discussions. Yeah, Greg, I, we've had some panel discussions, and I want to see some debates because I, I want to debate these guys. I, you know, panel discussions are great; they're they're softballs. Um, they're nice, you know. We're shaking hands and hugging in the end, and, and I, I, I want to see some actual debates. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pushing for them. Uh, you know, this this uh, Urban guy isn't showing up to these things too at all. Um, I, I don't think he's got a, I don't think he's got an argument. He can. He doesn't he have to. He's got the money. Right. He's got the money from the from the front runner, and uh, he does. And I, and I don't mean front runner because of politics. I'm talking about orders. He's got the money from the front yeah. runner, Ken Griffin. It's a blank check. He'll be able to spend it to oblivion, you know, and they've done they've done the research and their whole thing is they're going to con their way into a Republican nomination. He's never been a Republican. He stood up for the mandates, both the vaccine and the mask and all the rest of it. What the hell is he going to run on other than bull dung? Yeah, I mean, it, it's uh, it, it's not going to work. I'm, I, I'm confident it's not going to work. He's pulling behind us and, and, and we're going to continue to, to, to work hard to beat him. He's he's. Uh, in, in, the, in the primaries, we, we rely on educated voters to win this thing. And any educated voter can look at history and see that everything he's, he's talking about is totally totally opposite of what he's saying, and uh, he, he can't win, in Those my opinion. The, put, same, put the same educated voters that elected Sean Kasten and Laura Underwood, I mean, just to have our continued private argument right here in public, you yeah. do realize that the, the so-called educated voters you're, you're relying on are more interested in being in on the scam than seeing it go away for the most part, which is why they support the Republican establishment in which Brady's wife has 16 gaming things and the other one has a, brothers that are lobbyists. You sure you're going to rely on the intelligence of the Illinoisan? I think, I think more of a waking up now than ever before. We, we look at, again, this uh, this this guy uh, Irvin was was behind the uh, you know he, he loved the masking he masked everybody up and loved masking and demanded masking in his town he uh, he, he was all behind vaccinations everybody should be vaccinated that works works for him around him whatever right I mean this isn't what what freedom looks like and we've got lots of people that have have awakened up have, have awakened because of that in my opinion so um, we're 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 seeing yeah. people that are definitely awakened more than ever yeah and the good news is that's what you have to run on. The fact that if you want to see what freedom looks like and you're an Illinoisan, you have to leave the state and Gary Rabine will bring it back. But here's the other thing I want to touch upon, because I just got a call from Corey in Woodlawn who said that there is, and sure enough, there is. There's an ordinance passed, and it's called the the, uh, Chicago Landlord-Tenant Ordinance. And what this is, is it says to the landlord 
that uh, before you sell your property, you have to give the tenant first right of refusal, and he has a seven-month exercise window. Is that even remotely constitutional, Gary Rabine? No, that's crazy. That, that's socialism. I mean, what's, what determines whether that person's uh, able to pay it, you know, pay, you know, buy that property and finance it? So you're going to wait for seven months to get an answer when you might need to sell it within a, within a few months if, you're, if financially you need it yourself? That's crazy. That's 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 socialism at its finest. Would you, and, you know, as, yeah. we we agree. Would you, as governor, now you have a lot of money, like our current governor. The difference is his mother knew who to give a lap dance to, and you went out and earned it. So would you launch an investigation to see who the groups are, because there will be some special financing for said tenants? Would you be interested in kind of putting a, a nail in the coffin of the corrupt Democrat seizure of property through the bastardization of real estate lending and maybe kind of look into these fraud banks like the one that Alexei Janulius headed up with Jaws, Durango, and the rest of it, and, and, and see who's giving the money for tenants who don't qualify for loans to buy these properties? I mean, you've you got to dig into a lot of stuff here. There's a lot of, a lot of things here that have to be investigated with a good governor that takes over, like myself. I mean, we look at... Look at the $7 million uh, Madigan muzzle that Pritzker put on him, right? $7 million after he wins. He spends $171 million on his race last time. Then he spent $7 million on a Madigan muzzle. It worked pretty well, didn't it? It did. It, it worked out well. It worked out really well for those other people who were corrupting um, um, Mike Madigan. In fact, ComEd has a monopoly in Illinois. It's never been more secure. It just had a rate increase by the Democrat hand puppets who were put in by Madigan. As governor, would you take on that mafia? that is uh, destroying the state of Illinois? We'd have to. We'd, have to, we'd, we'd take on every, every fight that's a real fight, and that's, that's one of them, right? We look, at, we look at what's going on in the Green New Deal in Illinois, Pritzker's Green New Deal. It's, it's AOC stamped, right? When we're, we're giving up, we're going to throw away our good energy, our, our reliable nuclear energy, our reliable clean coal energy and, and natural gas, and we're going to subsidize electric cars. We're going to subsidize windmills. Are you kidding me? It doesn't work yeah. anywhere else. Why is it going to work here? Of course it's not. But either way, somebody's, somebody's making money because we're subsidizing all these, all these people. I mean, and, and with our money, they're, they're betting on winners and losers, and they've always been losers. We have 14 um, nuclear facilities in Illinois. My understanding is that we're, there were only two that were open. Are they still open? And if you were to win, would you be interested in turning on, say, the other 12 to maybe help the people of Illinois out? I would absolutely have to, we, you know, I know a little bit about those because we, we work around those here and there. And I've got some friends in that space nationally that understand nuclear. It's the best energy in the world by far when it comes to, when it comes to reliability. As, as you may know this, but Illinois has like the number one least amount of, of uh, blackouts over the last 20 or 30 years, right? Yeah. Why mm-hmm. is that? Because of nuclear, right? But, but, but again, we're going we're gonna to get rid of that nuclear. Let's go, go to windmills. Because that's really reliable in, in, in freezing cold Chicago weather. There was a time Illinois was a coal producer. Illinois was an oil producer. Aside from politics, I see no other reason why those industries can't be tapped. As you see what's happening on the world stage, and you see across our nation from Pennsylvania all the way to the oceans of oil in the Northwest. Should that not be explored a little bit? Is uh, maybe citizens in Illinois deriving their energy? both uh, um, um, coal and nuclear from maybe the states that they're inhabiting? So I'm, I'm talking to the energy people all over in, in every different space. And, and what I'm learning is 
you know, Illinois had one of, if not the cleanest coal burning plants in the world, and we're going to be shutting that down. We're going to be we're going to be subsidizing the energy companies to shut that down. Okay, and then when we look at natural gas, we've got the, the pocket of, of some of the, the the most natural gas in the country, where I think we're number let's say three, four, five, somewhere in that neighborhood of natural gas. And then we look at oil. We 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 when I talk to the oil guys, we could be producing anywhere from eight to ten times more oil very efficiently in Illinois and very and very clean in Illinois. So we could be we could be self-sufficient in Illinois when it comes to energy, and yet we uh, we're, we're going to ship in dirtier coal. We're going to ship we're going to we're going to we're going to do windmills and and ship in dirtier oil, and that this is this is the ignorance of of the Green New Deal that Pritzker uh, Pritzker signed. Governor Thyrash uh, doubled the gas tax in Illinois. Would you repeal that on day one, or would you wait till the first week was up? I'd, I'd, I'd repeal that, and I'd also, one thing we're, we'd go after really hard right now, you know, we're the number one taxing state in the country now. 15% of, uh, on average of what a person makes is taxed by Illinois, um, on top of all the federal taxes and everything else, right? Another 15%. That's 40% more than, uh, than the average state in the country, okay? Now, when you look at that, property tax, gas tax is a terrible one, as we know. Uh, property taxes, we, we, I think it's number one. They say number two still. I think it's number one in the country. Worse. And we're, we're, two, we're 200 to 250% higher than the average on property tax, right? If we don't change those things, we, 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 our property values go, you know, go, go in the gutter even worse than they are. We're, we've, we've, uh, our property values are lower today than, than they were in 2008, 15 years ago. Okay, We're the only state like that. So we're robbing, we're robbing from the taxpayers of Illinois every, every, every stretch here. It's ridiculous. The drug-dealing scum predators among us have the protection of what I call peanut head, some call her Kim Fox. As a governor, would you, would you demand an investigation and do everything you can to alleviate the people who are trapped by the corruption in the Democrat mafia by prosecutors such as Kim Fox so that maybe we, we could reestablish able- a yeah. law and order state again? Yeah, we have to go after a recall, recall law where we can recall um, losers like Kim Fox, right? And we've got a, we've got a few others and other big... Uh, Dense markets of the of the state where Soros has funded these uh, these these communist socialist communist um, state attorneys, and, and we got to be able to recall them. Uh, you can't do it now, but we're going to have to figure out how, how you can. I'm I'm talking to people to say that could be a law that you could put in place where you can recall state attorneys. She should be gone. It's ridiculous. She's killing she's she's killing people. People are dying every day in our streets because of her. There is a new wave of uh, illegal immigrants that are storming the border although i don't think it's much of a it's more of a turnstile like at disney world um would you repeal illinois sanctuary state status on day one 100 percent, 100 percent. we've got we've got uh we've got drugs coming in across our borders like no other state we've got human trafficking and i'm talking to sheriffs across our our, our great state all right and we've never they've never seen as much human trafficking and drugs into our state and they can't do a thing about it because pritzker has has, has basically muzzled muzzled up our, our, our state police and all our, our community police. They, they can't communicate with federal police and ICE anymore, right? So, so they, they're seeing this. These, these sheriffs and sheriff's deputies are seeing all this damage, and there's, and there's nothing they could do to go after the illegal, the illegal felons that are, that are crossing the borders into, our, in, in, into the country then into our state. Our state is our state. And Pritzker actually mentioned this. When, when he passed this law so our police couldn't communicate, the law that got rid of the ICE centers, what did he say? He said, we're going to be the friendliest state for immigrants, okay? It's not just immigrants. It's illegal felons that we're the friendliest state for. And the least friendly for capitalists. I don't think he just, he just didn't finish 
the uh, sentence. In fact, you know what it's like to be a capitalist. Um, the fees for trailers, the license plate, the astronomical costs uh, to just get new licenses and to keep within compliance of the law. Is this something you would look at and save the actual working man in Illinois? We have to. The regulatory environment in Illinois is also the highest in the country. All right. Small, small businesses, uh, small business groups like my, the one I'm, I'm part of, Job Creators Network, NFIB, we, we, we basically do the studies every year. Illinois is number one, the worst, most regulatory, regulated environment against small business in the country. So what does that mean? It means that my, my buddy that's got the gym and his wife that's got the hair salon, they're, they're struggling to stay alive right now. Their business is worth nothing. They're struggling to stay alive uh, because, because we killed their business through, through COVID, and it was already hurting before that, right? Other states have come back because they care about livelihoods, not live, lives and livelihoods, compared to us where we don't care about livelihoods at all. So it's got, we, we've got to reduce our re- regulatory environment. The only thing it really costs is attorneys' hours, okay, when you do that. It doesn't cost taxpayers when you, when you do re- regulations in our state. Yeah. We got a couple questions for you. Now, some of them I asked you, but, um, oh, I just, we just lost the one I was going to take. Uh, Scott, Hanover Park. Scott? Yes, here. I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. Go right ahead. Yes, uh, this guy. I'm curious. Um, would you be uh, in favor of repealing the uh, gas tax that Pritzker put in, as well as the increase in the uh, tax on registrations of cars? Scott, you were you must have been dialing. I already asked him. He said absolutely. He's going to actually have me do it. Where I walk in and say it's gone today. Thank you, Scott, for calling. See, Gary, I speed up the the call. Awesome. Uh, I also wanted to tell you um, something. I wanted to see if. There is a, a, a talk among people who are such as yourself, capitalists, business owners, people who do occupy uh, homes that were once of great value and now are just strapped with those taxes. Are you seeing uh, if you don't win or if if Pritzker stays in that they're absolutely going to move? Is this what you're saying? Because I can't see how anyone could come to another conclusion. So, Sean, here, and there's a couple of other guys that are nice guys in this race, in the Republican race, but there's nobody that understands the regulatory environment as much as I do. There's nobody that studies the tax environment as much as I have, and I've got the team that's going to crush these things. I've got the team that's done it across the country and other places. So people don't know, don't understand how important that is, but it's very important. Okay, I've got, I've got friends of mine. I've got one friend of mine that's got a couple thousand jobs in the state, all right? He's ready. He's got, he's got other locations across the country. He loves Illinois. It's where his business started 100 years ago. He's moving if I, if I don't win because he understands these other guys, don't under, they're not going to do anything to, to, to affect the regulatory environment. They're not going to do anything to affect the taxes in, their, in, in his opinion. Now, I, hope that, I, I, I would hope that they, he'd be wrong, but I got to win this thing because I am, I am the only guy in this race that has nothing in this. I don't care. I'm, I don't want to be a That's politician. That's what I like about you. I'm a, I'm a business guy that wants to go back to business like the old, old school statesman. I don't want this job for long. I want two terms. I'm going to go back to business. That's the biggest knock, right? Everybody says the same thing when I say you, because you know how I feel about you. Um, and they all say, well, he's, you know, he's not polished. Good. I don't want a polished bulldung artist. The reality is you're somebody who actually did something, and that's why, to me, you're the only guy in the race that uh, uh, should, be, should be really uh, viewed at. All right, so listen, let's go to one more. Go ahead. 
Hey, Sean, the, the billionaires don't like me because I'm not polished. Okay, that's what they say. I, I, I know I know four out of the billionaires that are in these that are backing people. Four of them that I know. They're giving me nothing. Why are they give me nothing? My political advisor told me when I started this race that that common sense and can't be bought. It's a bad message, Gary, because you don't want. You know, not that you're going to be bought, but the, the can't be bought thing shouldn't be your message. I said, baloney. That's my message. I'm never going to be bought, and we need people to run and win that can't be bought. And 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 so. I, you know, these, these people that I know, they're billionaires. They're not putting money behind me, but that's okay. Cause if they want a puppet, I'm not their guy. That's it. That's the slogan right there. Gary Raybine. Not only am I glad you you're running and I want you to win more than that. I'm proud to call you a friend of mine. You're a man of character. Thank you so much for coming on. I truly appreciate it. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate you. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. AM 560. The answer. If that's moving up, then I'm moving out. I'll tell you. I highly recommend that. I think Illinois is, unfortunately, I think there's maybe the listeners to this, and I think the rest of Illinois is willful slaves looking to get in on the welfare roach coach or the scam, one or the other. Vince and Crystal Lake. I was for uh, Rabine until I picked Delmar. Oh, yeah, Delmar. You don't like Delmar? I do not like that guy at all. So I don't know anything about, you know, I actually, when I saw the name, it's the first time I heard the name. Okay. Yeah, he he did, um, I think he made his money through, like, doing charity events or something. Wasn't he an MMA guy? I thought he was an MMA guy. No, Delmar, no, 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 no. He, he's a Palatine guy, and my my daughter did an internship with him, and yeah, I don't like Delmar. All right, I'm gonna look into it because yeah. you know, Vince. I, All right. I, I mean, I I, yeah, I happen to like Delmar. Gary. I I want him to do well. I honestly, I like I'm, him too. I'm gonna tell you yeah, what, I like Vince. I don't think I don't think after what I saw with Bruce Rauner, when I saw, <laughs> um, you know, right. Jeannie Ives. That's when I, I made up my mind. And then you watch what they did with Sean Caston and Laura Underwood. The, the girl didn't have a driver's license from Illinois. She's an Illinois Congress birthing person. You can't make that up, Vince. Uh, Underwood, Underwood's my Congress, and she, yeah, no, she, they cheated. Yeah, you come <laughs> I by tell me. you, Caston cheated, Caston cheated, too. Yeah. yeah she, definitely. There's, there's something going on in L.A. They used to not touch the... Touch uh, the suburbs, you know, with that. Ballot harvesting, stuff. next thing you know, the post office gets billions. Thank you, Vince. Appreciate the call. Tony Lake Zurich. Uh, yes, hey, Sean. Uh, actually, it's funny because I was going to talk to Gary Rabbi also. Um, I um, I interviewed him and um, Del Mar uh, last Friday on Radio NBC in Chicago. Oh. And... Um, the uh, I mean Gary is an unbelievable. I mean he's an awesome, awesome guy, uh, and I, I just wanted to tell I mean say hi and ask him a question, which uh, I basically know the answer to. But uh, I was going to ask him if he was going to take a challenge of uh, making this state uh, better than Florida and better do a better job than run the Senate. Tony, you're so, too, which, you're, you're too smart to know. You know he can't do it with all those minions of Marxist mafia underneath them. But I like where you're going, and it should be a competition, a competition, Tony. After all, that's what the the point of having federalism is. The point of having yes. federalism is so that each state and the citizens in there would not allow this kind of systemic corruption that has destroyed an actual once great state of Illinois. 
So I like the question. Exactly. I like where that's, going. that's the problem. That's the problem because we're losing too many great people because of that fat slob and the ones before him and the ones before him. So uh, it's just a shame because all these people could have made this state much greater than what it is today. It's true. But here's the thing, Tony. There's also a silver lining. More people are talking about it because they realize what you just spoke is the truth. I appreciate the call very much. Thank you. And that's there's always silver lining. But you have to admit the problem. You can't fake the problem. The problem we have with government, and specifically Democrats, is they kind of glaze over the problem. They hire propagandists on TikTok. They hire salesmen uh, from Madison Avenue to sell you their socialism. And this is the ongoing problem. Then the easy distraction, easy distraction of a war. And if that doesn't work, a pandemic. Because if you ever listen to the policies, nobody in their right mind would support them. Mr. Royce, recognition. Move to strike the last word. Gentlemen, is recognized. I'm always interested to learn priorities. And what we saw from the gentleman from Rhode Island talking about priorities and trying to sweep under the rug the vast array of claims from my colleagues on the other side of the aisle to defund police, quote after quote after quote on the record, calling for the defunding of the police, and then to claim $350 billion to go to solve that problem. Yet... The Washington Post, in all of its right-wing nuttery glory, fact-checked erroneous claim by Democrats and Jen Psaki that the GOP, rather than progressives, had defunded the police. They gave them three Pinocchios, quote, significant factual error and or obvious contradictions, i.e. mostly false. The $350 billion was to go to state and local aid to sweep aside actually funding the police after local police were defunded while crime skyrockets across the country. We know this to be true, but you know what my colleagues on the other side of the aisle, they don't like to talk about those facts. When we had a hearing in here about the heartbeat bill, I said, my colleagues on the other side of the aisle will not mention the word heartbeat the rest of this hearing. Guess what? They didn't. Because heartbeat doesn't really help the agenda. Talking about a heartbeat, does it? And here, my colleagues on the other side of the aisle don't want to talk about dead Americans. Also, not very helpful to the agenda. 5,000 dead Americans, as my colleague from North Carolina pointed out. None of my colleagues on the other side of the aisle want to talk about those 5,000 dead Americans, do they? Not helpful to the agenda. My colleagues on the other side of the aisle don't want to talk about the skyrocketing murder rates in the 12 major cities that broke their homicide records in 2021, all had Democratic mayors. Not helpful for the agenda. My colleagues on the other side of the aisle don't want to talk about victims of crime, that 89% of black victims were killed by black offenders. We don't want to talk about that or talk about ways we can address that because it's not helpful to the agenda. My colleagues on the other side of the aisle don't want to talk about the dead Americans from fentanyl. 100,000 dead Americans from drug overdoses, overdoses and poisonings. Don't want to talk about that. Not helpful to the open borders agenda causing Americans to die. My colleagues on the other side of the aisle, they don't want to talk about the deaths piling up from this body's COVID policies. Suicides, mental health issues, people dying because they couldn't get health care because of lockdowns. And you're going to go through another one if you wiggle too much. That's Chip Roy from Texas. 
obvious failure. Anywhere there's a Democrat, and I mean anywhere, anywhere, they are a mafia built on lies, deception, corruption, and fraud. Their solution? Their solutions are worse than the allegations by far. Of a nonprofit called Violence in Boston is facing fraud charges accused of misusing grant money and donations. Monica Cannon Grant is a well known activist for racial justice. She's accused of using donations for personal expenses, including groceries, car rentals, even nail salon visits. WBZ's Christina Hitt. That's all right. She got off with no bond. 312 642 5600. AM 560. The answer. You know, it's funny. None of our issues have to do with division, all with Americanism. We're the party of anti-violence, anti-force. I don't want to force anybody to do anything. The Democrat Marxist mafia relies only on force and coercion and fraud. See, this girl's name is uh, Monica Cannon Grant. What doesn't really go mentioned, they mentioned that she's an anti-violence activist. No, no, no. She's part of BLM, and I don't mean Bureau of Land Management. She's a hierarchy. And you remember about the the real founders of BLM, not Bureau of Land Management. We actually do have an ideological frame. Um, myself and Alicia in particular are trained organizers. Um, we uh, are trained Marxists. See, but there's a whole hierarchy. And boy, oh boy, did they raise a ton of money. I mean a ton of money. You're talking hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of millions, if not billions. Talk to community leaders who say this arrest could hurt the movement. Nothing to say as she walked out of court facing a list of federal charges. Violence in Boston founder Monica Cannon Grant. BLM, why don't they say it? For leading racial equity rallies from Boston to Hopkinton, now accused of using money from her charity for personal use, raising grave concerns among other black activists that her alleged actions could set them all back. Philanthropic organizations, uh, elected officials and others who may now be less likely uh, to give to what they may perceive as a good cause. See, they can't afford for people to think about actual principles versus the con from the Marxist mafia. See, the principles are multiracial, multiethnic. They're not based on religion. They're based on the idea you are not to be ruled but represented. Do you think we have a represented republic anymore? This is a mobocracy. And now all they got to do is get get you to go along with the lie, whether it be Ukraine, whether it be Bidenomics, whether it be green energy boondoggle scam. In the meantime, your costs go up, your life quality goes down, and the scams keep on coming. This is the focal point, which is why the report doesn't use BLM. They use all the other words because they need people to not wake up they want you asleep they want you to think that democrats that have imprisoned people of all races represent specific races when they don't they imprison us all unless you're in on the mafia that's why i don't like to celebrate pippi Lystocking today she was all dressed in her irish garb with the green dress and the fake red hair focus on the scam the problem with america is is systemic it's not racism It's corruption. It's the fact that we've allowed the most corrupt people among us to pretend to be representatives rather than what they are, crime syndicate. We'll be back tomorrow to discuss. I can't believe the show's over.
Come on, Squirrel Hands. You can't get me one segment in, in Larry Elder's hour? Not one. Ah, you stink. You know why? I think you're Irish. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.